Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Well, good day to you. <laughs> We're glad that you're uh, listening to our podcast. And um, today we're going to talk more about living from the place of fullness. Um, we, met, we started in our uh, podcast last week talking about the difference between living from deficit or living in fullness. And uh, so we want to get more into what it is, what it looks like, and and, and, and how do we uh, operate from that place of, of fullness? Um, fullness was the whole point that Jesus came, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when, when we look at why he came, he came revealing a good God, wonderful God, uh, came to relieve us of all the burden of sin, all of our flawed weakness and everything that, that kept getting in our way. And he says, nothing's going to get in your way. Your father loves you. I'm showing you how good he is. He wants you to be together with him. And so uh, he made that way for, to get it. He made the way to get everything out of the way so that we could better, we could just live in communion with him and him being our source. Yes. And he came to be that source of life for us. And so living out of fullness is living out of him as our source and not just our own um, abilities or inabilities in our in our flesh. Right. He becomes our source. And didn't Jesus say, "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst, for the, for they will be filled." For they will be filled. They will not that they will keep hungering and thirsting, but they would be filled. That's 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 what he was announcing. That that now that I've come to do this new thing here, people who are poor in spirit, people who are hungering, people who are longing to be righteous. Yeah. You know, yeah. all these people have, I'm giving a gift of filling you, fullness. I'm fulfilling your life. And it's really your greatest desires. Is I say your greatest desire is to stop desiring because we all want our heart to be full, satiated, satisfied. And God in his goodness does that for us. Yeah, you often hear the adage that everyone has a God-shaped hole mm-hmm. and they're trying to fill it with different things like success or alcohol or shopping or you know just a myriad of things that we're desperately trying to fill that with mm-hmm. but nothing really satisfies it until you you really grasp onto the the love and the the fullness of God absolutely and that's why you know the uh, John chapter 1 said no one had seen or perceived God at any time but the son has declared him or revealed him to us and that was what he came he came to do that to reveal how God really is mm-hmm. because he was very very misunderstood by and large and he came to reveal this creator father lover who is wonderful who really really loves us something that's hard for 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 human flesh to believe because we're so aware of of all the flaws of ourselves and then of other people so that makes it hard to love them hard hard enough to really 
love ourselves in the way that God loves us. Um, uh, but then we also see the flaws of other people and we judge them by a different stick also. So it makes us harder to love others. And so that's the, one of the, the reason we have such chaos and confusion and warring and fighting and separation rather than connection. But um, anyway, but the, the big fix is God himself mm-hmm. in his original intent, knowing us. We, 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 we want to tell people, we preach the goodness, the love, the graciousness of God, because when you know God is wonderful, it creates this loving friendship, fellowship with him that starts to fulfill everything in you that needs to be fulfilled. And a fulfilled heart um, doesn't have a whole lot of um, relationship pain and drama. Um, or neediness. Neediness is where that comes from. Yeah. Right. doesn't have the neediness. So there is a word that's been used, you know, a biblical word that's been used uh, historically. It's the word salvation, which has been historically thought of as... Uh, you're getting saved so that you can spend uh, your life in heaven after you die. But that word salvation has a bit more meaning to it. Um, There's a lot more meaning, I think. Yeah. It's you know, so, Somehow, it, it, in our modern day culture right now, it basically salvation in people's minds is where will you spend eternity, this place or that bad place, um, after you die. Mm-hmm. But it means wholeness. I mean, everything about the word. I mean, it's 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 it, it's it's wholeness. It's fullness. It's it's completion. It's uh, it's it's all of that. And and you know what I'm talking about if you've uh, if you've tapped into it to to its riches that there's a salvation of the soul that, that happens. And, and so he came to really to fulfill our lives. God so loved the world. Mm-hmm. See, he loved me. And with all of the, the confusion and the self-loathing and the, the weakness and the flaws and the inabilities and every all the, 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 the pain and all of the situations that that brought about in my life, he loved me when I never could feel quite good enough, never, always was lacking and always... He loved me and didn't want me to live like that. And so he came and revealed himself in a way through Jesus where I could see how, at least to some degree, <laughs> how wonderful he is. And it began to fill my heart. He wanted my heart to feel good, to feel full. He wanted me to have peace. Because really without God, you really are never whole. You're, no. you're never really complete. So, so you need him uh, for completion, yeah. for, for fulfillment. Yeah, because uh, the fulfillment is the fruit of the Spirit. It's a heart with peace. With, it's at rest. It's full of peace. It's full of joy. It's full of love, uh, goodness, and kindness, and all the fruit of the Spirit, patience, and all that. Um, and I was very much lacking in those things. And it was tormenting me. 
because I didn't have those things in, in abundance. Yeah, especially when you know you should, but you aren't. It's that, it is very tormenting. Yeah, and, you, and you want it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody wants to be without peace. Yeah, but some people don't know that that's the fruit yeah. of the Spirit or that that's even possible, so they're not even looking for it. But if you're a Christian who knows about mm -hmm. the fruit of the Spirit and peace and joy and you don't have it, mm -hmm. I think that's torturous yeah. and that's, <laughs> sometimes. That's a Christian that doesn't know how wonderful the grace of God is. Um, but whether you're a Christian or not, everybody wants it, even if you're, even if somebody doesn't know how what to it define is. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, they want I, that rest and fullness yeah, for their soul. That's true. And, and, um, but yeah, like you were saying, as a Christian, and I lived years like that, still, I was still looking for that peace in my, mm. in, in, in my heart. Um, even looking, though I was a believer in God. Yeah, looking for ways to get that peace, mm -hmm. like looking for steps or keys or, mm -hmm. um, you know, Bible verses or whatever it was in order to get it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it doesn't come that way. No. <laughs> and it takes a while to really, I think, a maturity to, to come to the end of that. Yeah, to where you just let God be your peace. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, because he is all of that. Mm -hmm. And I often tell the story, but when I came to the end of that with me, I realized he was it, and I didn't need anything else because I really did have him, mm. and that is the beginning of rest. It settles you. And you can rest because you start to feel full, mm -hmm. and you can rest in that fullness or that abundance uh, or that wealth, and that is a loving environment to live in, mm -hmm. and your soul comes to rest. That's that work of righteousness that Isaiah talked about, that the work of righteousness would be peace and the effect would be confidence and assurance forever. It's beautiful. And that is the, the experience that you have by knowing the truth about God. Mm -hmm. And when you know the truth about God, you start to realize the truth about you, that you are lovable, mm -hmm. that even though you're having an experience in weak flesh, you are God's child, and you belong in the house, and you belong with God. Uh, and, and what you have done in your flesh has nothing to do with that situation, that you and God are one together. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes everything. That creates that, that, um, that situation that you, that you live in, that fellowship with God. Um, you, you feel like you live in this loving environment That's with God. That's what you would call fullness, living yeah. from fullness. Yes, so you can operate from that wealth of your... Uh, you know, that's having a wealthy spirit. Yeah, there, there is this sense, too, <laughs> with love. Love is a giving. Love is a giving. It's not a needy or trying to get something. Mm -hmm. Love is a giving. And so when you have this experience of fullness... The giving isn't hard. The giving is natural. It's just part of the flow yep. of it. Whereas the neediness and the um, I, I deserve mine, you're outside of that flow. No judgment, just mm -hmm. awareness. Oh, I'm outside the flow of what's true and the fullness of it. Yeah. You of have that. to have abundance. You, you have to have a wealth of love. And there's only one source of that. And that's the perfect, unconditional, undemanding, unlimited, um, unbending love of God that he has for you and for me and for everybody else. 
And as we become more and more convinced of that, the more wealthy our spirits get, the, uh, the more um, overflow of love we have. So we don't get depleted mm-hmm. um, just because some people are hard. And mm-hmm. some people are harder than mm-hmm. others. And uh, so we operate out of that wealth. And it becomes such a beautiful thing. Your mm-hmm. soul is at rest. So you're not worried about what the other person's going to do, whether they, whether they receive it or not. What, what are they going to do with this? What are they, how are they going to treat you and all that? You, it doesn't bother you so much anymore because you're being treated well right now. You're being treated very well. So you're operating from a place of bigness. Mm-hmm. You're operating from a high place, not a low place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you, you're you more about, you want to be the blessing. And you just do. You just And, and you, not only do you feel like you want to, but you... It's you who, have something to give, and that love. There's what. There's nothing better you can give to somebody else mm-hmm. than that love. It's who you are. It's, it is. It's who you are. You, you're doing it not so much to make an effect on someone else, but it's because this is who you are it's, in God. It's the, it's giving from the nature of love rather than just trying to love, like we talked about last week. And then also, and you're not doing it. You're not. You know, sometimes you'll hear people say, "Well, I tried loving that person." And it, they didn't change. It, nothing, no, you know, it didn't work. It's not supposed to work. It's not something we do to get another person to do what we want them to do. Love is its own reward. Just giving the love, even if they reject it, mm-hmm. the giving of it still gives you a feeling mm-hmm. that is that is gold. It's just beautiful because you're you're operating from that most beautiful place. Mm-hmm. You so um, I often say love. The giving of love. Is the greater is the greatest reward I, that you have because I've, of the way it makes you feel. Yeah, I've heard you say that a few times when um, maybe we we're um, counseling with uh, marriages and things, uh, uh, husband and wife situations, and it's such a interesting way to say it. I I, I think it's hard to grasp it sometimes that 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 you're loving not to get them to change. You're loving because of you and God. Like that's who you are and that's where you're giving. But a lot of times when marriages are in trouble, it's because they've come so far to the end of them that they haven't been getting that it's real. It's very challenging for someone to kind of walk away and say, okay, I'm full in God and I'm going to love this person regardless mm. of uh, how they change or how they respond to me. And I do think that there's usually a season of time where you see no result. Sometimes you may never. And may never. Yeah. But I think that sometimes it's like almost shocking to the other couple member to see you acting so differently. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I know I feel this with you, when you're being really good, I don't want to stay in an ugly place. Mm-hmm. And I, and when you're being really good to others, I want to be like yeah. that. It's attractive to me. And I, it feeds my heart. It feeds my soul in a good way. If your motive is, is for the connection, you will respond to the other person's love. If your motive is something else, if your motive is just that you want your way in a situation, then 
the love is not what you're looking for. You're looking for something else to happen, and so you won't respond to it. That's what I've noticed in those situations. Um, because, see, and when it, it, it points to when we operate out of our flesh, we, our self, our place of um, uh, you know, I call it being underwater, but you know, deficit. Um, when we operate out of that place, we, we, we're more likely to have agendas because we're needy. Mm-hmm. We feel like we need something. I need something from you. And usually what that is, is I need you to change. See, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with me. It's always trying to change the world around me because, because uh, that's, the flesh doesn't, the flesh, the, the human frailty, um, is always looking to justify itself in some way, to protect itself, because it's afraid, because it feels alone, because it doesn't feel connected with God. It doesn't know that God's good, that God loves them. And so this beautiful gospel reveals that to us. The Spirit actually reveals it to us through the gospel. It's what it is. The Spirit who's alive with us and in us. He's God himself. He reveals himself to us through that gospel. And when really there's a willingness to know that, mm-hmm. we, we, and we choose to look at it and say, and, 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 and consider, is this true? And really look at it and let your heart open up to it. That's how a person comes to experience this, this fullness of love. And it's, it's hard to talk about in a way. It's hard to describe because it's, Something that is just so amazing, but so very, very real. But uh, a lot of people don't don't know what that's like. Mm-hmm. They have a philosophical idea of love from the Bible, and the philosophical idea simply means, "Oh, my flesh is going to try to live that way, or try to try to emulate that." And it's just it's 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 hard. Yeah, it's we almost don't. like I'm doing bad. Be- I'm doing more good than I'm doing bad. So I'm right. do- I'm, I'm and we okay. feel like we're doing our best, mm-hmm. but everybody else or somebody else around us is coming up short. We the blame is always on somebody else out there. The book of James says, "Why are there wars and fightings among you?" He says, "Isn't it because of the lust that's in your members, or you could say the neediness, the want?" Mm-hmm. So. Humanity is all wanting something. That's why everybody's hating. That's why everybody's fighting. They're all frustrated. They're all scared. They're scared that somebody else is going to ruin something that they want or need. And they they fight over it politically, religiously, within families. I mean, they're just doing it all the time. And it's because of this sense of need and deficit that people have. And they don't know that there's a fullness right there that they have in God. And he's right there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they have this place, they have a wealthy place in their lives that they can operate from. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful and it's big. And it fills you to the point where you're not needy. It annihilates that whole problem of humanity right there. That whole issue is gone in his love. Then we become the givers, the blessers. Mm-hmm. And when you can see that and see that love and, and let your heart just receive that love. Mm-hmm. Soak it in. And when you have become a receiver of that love, take it. Say, maybe God loves me just like I am. Maybe God's not <clears throat> looking to judge me because I think that he's a just God. 
Maybe he's a loving God and maybe his love is his justice for me. <laughs> you know, maybe he's all merciful to me. Maybe if I never got any better, he would still love me without any demands, just like I am. And you look at and you start, start expecting or start receiving in your heart a love like that. That's what you've been looking for all your life. That's mm -hmm. why we demand that everybody else treat us right. Everybody else should be loving us. Everybody else should be respecting us. Everybody else owes us this. Everybody else. And we're demanding it from everybody else. And they can't give it usually. <laughs> right. But there's one right here who is giving it continually. Mm -hmm. Everything that we're demanding from everybody else around us, God is giving it to us mm -hmm. right now. And when you believe that, you know that, you see that, then you can operate out of that fullness because you've got what you've been looking for the whole time. Mm -hmm. Isn't and that beautiful? It, it really starts the way you were explaining it, a considering, because you've, you've been thinking this one way, really the, the flesh, like philosophical idea of love, of, of God's love. And it really starts by saying, okay, well, let me consider that he really is loving me unconditionally. Well, let me consider, what if this, what if this, what if this? And, and it starts to change you because you're, it's like you're softening your, you know, the way you've been seeing things um, that have left you critical or, you know, uh, left you in a, in a space that you don't really, you're not really enjoying God. You're not really mm -hmm. enjoying the people around you because you have this mm -hmm. hardening on you. Mm -hmm. But this considering is like a softening, I think, and it does. just opening your heart to really think again. Let's see God for who he really is and that this love that he talks about is powerful enough to to make a transformation in our hearts. What if it's true that the what if what the Bible says is true that number one, God is love. What if it's true that this God who is love seeks not his own, but he seeks our good? What if what if it's true that as the Bible says, he will never punish us according to our sins, nor regard us according to our iniquities. What if sin is really not an issue because of what Jesus showed us on the cross? What if his love is everlasting, like the Bible says? What if his mercy is new every morning, no matter who you are, what you've done? What if God is that good? What if he's that wonderful? What if he is a love that our minds have never comprehended before? What if he is that thing that every heart has been looking for? And he's so easy because he's right there. He's our source. So close. He's our source. He is the he's source. He's what of we're life. always connected to. It's what we have access to. I have a vision, a hope that one day mankind will discover this. They are, people are discovering it. We're running into more and more people that talk about it. So it's heading that direction. But what a world when hearts are full. What a beautiful world. Yeah. All the problems, the fighting, the hate that we have right now is because of needy hearts that are immature. Full of, full of, <laughs> yeah, 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 for immature. sure. Demanding 
mm-hmm. and needing it's like a and baby wanting. you're you're being a baby you're mm-hmm. you're a, a child um mm-hmm. wanting your way mm-hmm. but you have to come to a point where you're willing to grow up mm-hmm. to become a, m- more mature yeah yeah and so there's a truth that's and the, it's not it's, the truth will never go away it will be here and uh Paul would pray that people's eyes of their understanding would be open, uh, that they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowing God. And uh, I think there's been a lot of knowing of religion. There's been a lot of knowing of dogma and principles and philosophy, from the, even from the Bible and other religions. <clears throat> but knowing him who is a love that you've never comprehended before, but a love that can be experienced because he, he, because you're alive and God is alive and he is that source of your life. Mm-hmm. He makes all things beautiful then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and blessed is the one whose heart is full, whose eyes see, because they've come to rest and they're, they're learning to live at peace with God and with men. Mm, they're experiencing salvation. They are experiencing wholeness. Yes. Wholeness. Yeah. yeah. That's Good beautiful. Word. Beautiful word. Well, we're, we're praying for each of you who are listening that uh, today that you'll be aware of that fullness, that source in your life, and that you'll live from and out of Absolutely. that awareness. Absolutely. Father, we do pray that these people see that they can see with the eye of their heart and just be aware of a goodness they've never dreamed of, of a love that goes beyond any logic. But it's the reality of you. And I thank you, Father, for doing something special for everyone that's listening to this today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys, and we hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.